You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey everyone, what's going on? Nick Filato of Big Blue View here, joined by Chris Flum here on the Chris and Nick Show to break down the tight end position for the New York football giants. The tight end position, Chris, it's uh, a little bit unknown right now. A, we don't know the involvement of the tight end in Brian Dable, Mike Kafka's offense. We know in Kansas City, the tight end was a pretty big deal. In Buffalo, it was once Dawson Knox proved himself. So it's a little bit uncertain as to the impact of the tight end. There's a lot of rumors that there could be a lot more 10 personnel. There's a lot of rumors that the tight ends won't be as utilized as they were with Jason Garrett last year. You know, 13 personnel. All day, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if we're going to be getting all of that from this current Giants regime. But Chris, before we get into the New York Giants tight end room, how you doing, bro? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm doing great, bro. Now let's dive into this. The Giants brought in two free agents. Ricky Seals-Jones from Washington, which New York Giants fans know all too well because of that catch in week two, which was very impressive. And then Jordan Aikens, who was a tight end for the Houston Texans under Andy Bischoff, the Giants tight end coach who was there last year. And they drafted Daniel Bellinger in the fourth round. They still have Chris Myrick on the roster from last season. And they also signed Austin Allen and Andre Miller. Andre Miller is a converted wide receiver. Austin Allen is a six foot eight tight end. They were both undrafted free agents. So Chris, what's your overall feel on the tight end room with this current group of guys. Is it better than you expected before the New York Giants entered free agency when we were like, what the heck are the Giants going to do with their tight end room? Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure I would say it's better than I, it, it's honestly about what I expected. You know, the Giants really didn't have a whole lot of money to go out and sign a big name, a high impact tight end, uh, Getting Ricky Seals-Jones, I think, was about the best they would be able to do. He honestly kind of fills the same space on a roster as Evan Ingram as a receiving first hybrid tight end. Not much of a blocker. Honestly, not even not as much of a blocker as Evan Ingram was. I was just about to say that, Chris. I was just yeah. about to be like, dude, that's just for perspective, everybody, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Evan Ingram is a suboptimal blocker as a tight end. Ricky Seals-Jones is worse than that. I'm surprised Ricky Seals-Jones doesn't get yellow laundry thrown at him every time he goes out there blocks. <laughs> you know, this being the Giants, now he probably will. You put that energy out there. Ah, see? I've, I got to have better energy. I, many people have told me that in the past, and I, it's going <laughs> to affect the Giants, and I apologize, everybody. Yeah, it's a, I, I think that's kind of the role he will fill as that hybrid move tight end maybe being an oversized, very oversized slot receiver, occasionally maybe even moving out to the out wide and using him to change the look of the offense. If you 
have Ricky Seals Jones out there and you're running 11 personnel, all of a sudden it could be 10 personnel. And if you have him out there and you're playing 12 personnel, well, you you could also basically be playing 11 personnel with his skill set. The rest of the tight ends, you know, the Giants have some guys who are intriguing, but I don't know if just how impressive any of them are. I, I don't know that there's anyone there who is going to keep defenses up at night. Yeah, there's no Kelsey there. Uh, there is no no one like the recently retired Gronk. Yeah, that's should go without saying just because Gronk is probably the best tight end in the history of the National Football League. Travis Kelsey is another one that is walking himself into that conversation. But the Giants, what will they be with Ricky Seals-Jones? I think you put it pretty well in terms of his role with the 2022 team as a hybrid wide receiver tight end. I think you can align him as an H-back if a Jeremiah Hall doesn't make the roster to execute that role. But I'm curious, and I kind of want to take the conversation into this direction before we get into each player. I want to talk about Bellinger for a second. Daniel Bellinger is somebody who had a great mini camp, great OTAs. You heard a lot about him. And you're going to hear more about these rookies because they're going to get more reps than these veteran guys who have been in the league for, you know, seven, eight years, like an Aikens and a Ricky Seals Jones. But is Jordan Aikens, Ricky Seals Jones good enough to stop an ascension from Bellinger if Bellinger continues that upward trajectory that started in mini camp and OTAs? I don't think so. I think if Bellinger is an ascending player, if he is a breakout rookie, even if he, even if his ultimate ceiling is only as a number two tight end, you know, air quotes around number two, where he is, he wouldn't be the top tight end on a team with a great tight end. But if he is a tight end that you can win with, I don't think any of the other guys could really stand in his way from becoming the Giants starting tight end. And I think if the Giants run a lot of 11 personnel out there, Bellinger is probably their best bet for a starting tight end. I think he's got the most well-rounded skill set where he can be an effective receiving tight end. He can get some things done after the catch. If you get him on like a tight end screen where he can catch the ball and turn up field and pick up some yardage. He's got enough power. He's got enough oomph to carry defenders. If he has to fall forward, pick up a couple extra yards in a short yardage situation. And he, he's a good enough blocker where he can lose slowly enough, which I love that phrasing to, (laughs) to be effective or at least not a liability. I'm on the same page as you. I think Bellinger can win this job. Now, the one thing I think working against him is the fact that transitioning from college to the NFL to play tight end, that it's difficult. You don't see too many Pat Fryermuths who step in and have a huge impact year one. Usually it's a little bit more of a slower type of impact. But I think Daniel Bellinger has the opportunity to have that immediate impact in terms of it just happening in year one. It might not happen in week one or week two, but I think the Giants are going to slowly ingratiate him into the offense because what's ahead of him isn't 
spectacular. It's not anything that's going to hold him back. Bellinger can just go in there and prove the things that he proved in college, not even only as a run blocker, because that's going to take a little bit of time to transition, but as a receiver in terms of his ability to understand the soft spots in zone, showing the soft hands and his vertical ability, which we did not see all that often. If he's able to kind of leverage that, I think he can definitely outpace a Jordan Aikens or a Ricky Seals Jones. And I think that's one of the probably the only fascinating aspect of this tight end room right now heading into training camp is how far can Daniel Bellinger push Aikens and Ricky Seals Jones for snaps in an offense that will not be running as many multiple tight end personnel sets, presumably, than they did in 2021. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, the dynamic I'm kind of envisioning right now and the way I more or less expect it to go, which I could be wrong. Aikens starts out as the Giants' de facto number one tight end where he's the guy who, if you're running 11 personnel, he's the one who he's the one tight end who will be out on the field. But then maybe by that week nine bye, that I think is when Bellinger kind of pushes past him. And he starts to be the, uh, the tight end who is on the field. If the giants are in 11 personnel on the first snap of the game. Yeah, I find it. Interesting, because I'm not 100% certain who's going to be out there week one. I think it could be Ricky Seals-Jones. Now, because Jordan Akins, he's another one who isn't really that great of a blocker. He's six foot four, 245 pounds. He's not really all that athletic or fast. And yes, he has a relationship with the Giants' current tight end coach from his time in Houston. But I'm not overly certain that Akins will even beat a Ricky Seals-Jones out. And I think this is just a, yet another. I don't, Chris, I don't remember the last time, and I might have said this on a previous podcast, but I don't remember the last time where we had so many interesting battles in camp. Because I think you can go through each position and find a really unique battle that might give us a little bit more clarity heading into week one. Because as of right now, if it's any of the three tight ends that we just mentioned, Aikens, Seals, Jones, or Bellinger, who starts week one, I don't think I would be shocked by any of those. Yeah, and that's a good point because we really don't know what this offense is going to look like. I've said this before. I don't think we can look too closely at Kansas City or Buffalo for clues as to what the Giants will run because the Giants have completely different personnel. And if there's one thing we know about Brian Dabble is that he he really does like to get to know his players and tailor his playbook 
to what not just what they do well but what they like to do you know a story i really enjoyed was going back to his time at alabama when they won the championship he had a section of his play sheet partitioned off and he just had the plays that Tua Tagovailoa just enjoyed running the best not of the plays that he executed executed the best his favorites among those and those were the plays that he would go to in the high leverage situations so re- taking that time to get to know his offensive personnel I think is what is going to make sure the Giants offense is different from both Kansas City and Buffalo. So I think we can kind of sort of look at tendencies, maybe uh, philosophic ideas, how these two men think about football. But in specifics, it's going to be a surprise. It's a surprise that I am excited to see how it unfolds in general. But I think it's safe to at least think, and I don't know if it's – actually going to happen because the giants recently have been keeping you know three tight ends on their roster they use a lot of tight end packages well last year the bills they sometimes would only dress dawson knox you know one tight end which is kind of you know crazy to think about i think ultimately they might roll with three they could roll with two but i'm, I'm going to go into the assumption they're rolling with three and i think we know who the three are but i want to bring up austin allen andre miller and Chris Myrick, because I think the most interesting of those three, Andre Miller, I think that's going to be like a Rice and John situation. That's what I think Andre Miller will be, at least in year one, see how he progresses, reevaluate. He'll be on the practice squad. Chris Myrick, we saw he had a role last year, and then he went off to Cincinnati, and now he's back. I think he can compete with Austin Allen for a potential spot to make the roster if an injury happens to one of these top three guys. And in terms of Austin Allen, he has practice squad written all over him, but will he survive practice squad at the unique size and productivity that he had at Nebraska? What is your overall feel on Austin Allen, Chris Myrick and Andre Miller? I think that is pretty much the way it will shake out. Uh, Andre Miller, I think you're absolutely right. He had he will follow in Rice and John's footsteps. Just that is a difficult transition to make from wide receiver to tight end. He's got the size to get it done, but does he have the ability to do some of the dirty work that even a hybrid move tight end occasionally has to do? That he's got to learn the technique. He's got to get used to playing with that level of physicality. Then Chris Myrick, Austin Allen, that's going to be an, another one of these really interesting battles because you don't get six foot eight, six foot nine tight ends all that often. Yeah, just looking at his just physical presence, Austin Allen looks like he should be a blocking tight end. Will he be able to get it done as a receiver? for the Giants? I don't know. And I think he's going to have to just because I don't know that the Giants are going to carry a blocking tight end. I really don't know how heavily they will be leaning on the running game as uh, just hand off to the bell cow back. I think all of the Giants players are going to have all of their skill position players are going to have to be able to contribute as receivers. 
And I think Austin Allen's interesting. Now, he's not all that athletic, but he has good build-up speed. Once he can really accelerate and open up his long strides and use that six-foot-nine frame, he can chew up some dirt and then gain some ground on opposing defenders. Now, in the short area, he's not going to be fluid and, and overly agile, but I did see enough of Austin Allen as a blocker to to make me feel like, specifically when you look at his frame that he can have success with a little bit more strength, a little bit more time and a little bit more experience under his belt. Like if I had to pick one of those three players, Austin Allen, Chris Myrick or Andre Miller to make the roster, if something were to happen to Aiken, Seals, Jones or Bellinger, I mean, I'm going Austin Allen and I'm probably not thinking twice about that. And I say that while acknowledging that Austin Allen is not a perfect prospect. That is, I think a really fair way to go about it. It's possible that, Myrick could surprise us in training camp, but Austin Allen is, like you say, not a perfect prospect, but an interesting one, if only based on his size. You know, that that planet theory kind of uh, comes around again. It definitely comes around. And there were just catches that he made over the middle of the field where he took shots, Chris. And the physical toughness that he displayed was just great to see. Of a player that you want to take on your team and then see what he actually has as you develop him with NFL coaching. Watching his Minnesota game, I mean, he had several deep completions. And again, not overly athletic, but you do see a little bit of nuance to him. There was a play that was on the goal line and it was one of his touchdowns. I believe he only had two touchdowns. I don't have the stats in front of me, but it was a reduced bunch that was on the far hash and he was a number two receiver and he ran a pivot route against man coverage. And then the number one receiver ran a route that kind of set a little bit of a pick, but Austin Allen showed really good footwork entering this pivot route. You don't typically see six foot nine players running pivot routes. You know what I'm saying? And he ran to the back pylon and he made this contested catch against this safety. And yes, he's big, but still this was such an impressive catch for like a nine yard touchdown. And he has that within his wheelhouse. And that to me says, okay, this is somebody that I'm willing to roll the dice on. If you put him on the practice squad, possibly put him you know, in a vulnerable position to get scooped up by another team. So I think that has to weigh into this conversation, especially if Aikens and Seals Jones, and this goes to a whole nother topic, if they don't live up to their their past experiences in the NFL in training camp, then what are we talking about here? Because those guys are on one-year deals. Austin Allen could be here for four. Yeah, that that is something we're going to have to watch. It, Aikens, I think, in particular, could be vulnerable if he – doesn't play up to being that veteran presence that the Giants are really lacking at tight end. It, he could be vulnerable to being cut, and that could open the door to, for Austin Allen, particularly if he is impressive enough in the preseason where the Giants really do have to fear him being scooped up off the waiver wire by another team which you know, we were very happy to get Quincy Roche off the waiver wire from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think the Giants want to risk providing that opportunity for another team. No, and I think probably as the season gets closer and training camp rolls around, Chris, we'll probably would you want to make our 53-man roster and we can make predictions? And I'm interested to see where you would be thinking about this tight end position once we get a little bit more understanding under our belt, which we should get provided to us by the beat writers who will be on scene in training camp. 
Yeah, you know, that that could be fun. We could, we could pump Ed for information on it. Oh, definitely. Maybe we bring Ed on, you know? That guy never joins us on a show. What the heck? Yeah, sometimes I think he does just doesn't like hanging out with us very much. <laughs> that was a very motivated, ah, after that. <laughs> All righty, Chris, do you have anything else on the tight ends? Nah, you know, I'm good. <laughs> okay, thank you, everyone, for tuning into the Chris and Nick Show here on Big Blue View Radio. Please head on over to BigBlueView.com for all of the up-to-date New York Giants content. And also leave a comment, a like, subscribe, trash us in the comments if you want. Please just leave a five-star. It helps us out with the algorithm and all that jazz. Thank you so much, everybody, and take care of each other. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.